I want to go to Fiji on my vacation because I know I deserve some like good R&R. I want to go and be on one of those bungalows over the ocean. I want to be in the hammock. I want to have the sexiest guy bringing me the strongest pina colada. I want a dolphin to be splashing me in the face. And like, I am like visualizing it. My mouth is watering. I hope yours is too. And um, I can see that with extreme clarity. I don't know how I'm going to get there yet. I don't know what exact path it's going to take. I have to build that. That's part of the strategy. Hey, CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman Show. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and we are so excited to be back for yet another week of incredible information sharing. Today, I am here with Priscilla Presley. She is the head of business development at Forward Female, and she leads efforts in making sure each and every client is experiencing real results always, which is something that I think is so, so important. So I can't wait to hear her talk. Priscilla has coached and guided over a hundred female entrepreneurs from idea conception to launch and has curated what is known as the Forward Female Framework, a four-step success program that is personalized based on each client's goals and needs. Priscilla is specialized in working in the ideation phase for both new and seasoned entrepreneurs and focuses on building companies' brand awareness to helping identify loyal and customer base. Priscilla is passionate about equity in the workforce and helping everyone anywhere have the chance to love what they do. Priscilla, I am so excited to have you here. This sounds so, so similar to my business, and I just can't wait to have a conversation. I am so excited, and I love it when there's other women that are just as passionate about this subject, because I think the more that we are out there helping women have actual resources, understand what the world of business means, um, that the world really is just going to be a better place. Absolutely. I love that. So I just want to give you a little bit of time to introduce yourself, um, what you're about and kind of how you got here with your business. Totally. Well, I feel like hearing your own bio, like said back to you is always an interesting experience. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yep. That's who I that's am. That's what I'm about. It's <laughs> booster for sure. But really, um, I one just to get it off the record, no relation to Elvis. And um, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering, but um, I feel like I get to, you know, work in different spaces that are just as exciting. Um, I come from the world of corporate. Um, my whole dream, my whole life was to work in um, entertainment, to work in news. So just a girl from Texas that had big dreams um, that was able to actualize them pretty early in my career, working for incredible companies like Bumble and Red Bull and Warner Brothers. And I was on red carpets getting to do exactly what I thought was my dream. And realizing that um, it wasn't the most fulfilling experience for me and that there was something deep dive deep down in my soul that wanted actually more that had this other desire to really help and support people in different ways with the experience and the network that I had learned and, and gotten to really build on my own at such a young age that I thought was invaluable. Seeing so many other people and women specifically that 
um, had this other burning desire, like down deep in their soul too, no matter what stage they were at, no matter where they were at, they had this other thing that they wanted and that they might just be too scared to actually go after or just not know where to start when going after it. So I decided I would take one for the team and I would figure it out on how to actually do that, leaving my corporate jobs um, at the same time to start what the Ford female um, was at the beginning and um, see it grow into what it's become today. And it's been so rewarding and so incredible. I've learned so much and I've gotten to work with so many incredible women to help them do the same thing. It's been the best thing I've ever done. And um, I'm really excited to just be talking with you about it today and hopefully impact some more um, incredible women. Yeah, that sounds incredible. And honestly, you know, to my listeners who have listened to my story before, it sounds incredibly similar down to the fact that we are both from Texas, actually. So really, you know, I had a very similar experience and, you know, my, my dreams and careers weren't as fun, but, you know, I was shuffled into big four accounting right away, working for, you know, these Fortune 500 companies, working for these super high net worth individuals. And I was like, wait a minute. It is not fair that these people get the resources and the ability to propel themselves even further. I always like joked, but like it wasn't a joke that like my job was to help the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was very interesting having that. And I love that you, you know, a, a different industry and profession, but same feeling of like, I want to bring this level of access and knowledge that I have to help more women have successful businesses. I think that's so important in making sure women's voices are heard in building these successful businesses, because the more they are empowered to do so, the more incredible women-owned businesses we're going to have. So I really want to start at, you know, you talk a lot about um, helping people take their process, you know, from ideation to reality. I think a lot of the clients, at least that I work with, would call themselves like visionary people. They have great ideas, but sometimes it doesn't happen or we don't really know how to get there. So I'd love to kind of hear your take on the process that it takes to really go from that ideation to actually making this happen and what we need to consider along the way. Totally. You know, I see typically there's two types of entrepreneurs whenever they're first getting started. There's the ones like you mentioned that are the visionaries, right? That can come up with these big, incredible ideas that are amazing, but they just don't know how to start getting into action to make it a reality. And then on the other end, I see people that they know they just want to be a business owner and they want to have a small business and they kind of have this idea and they just like dive right into the doing and um, start to start to question why don't I see any results happening at the other end. So it's kind of just not putting it in a succinct like formula that you can really understand, which is why I've kind of whittled it down to like four steps, essentially, no matter what business it is that you're building or whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. I whittle it down to the why, the what, the um, how, and the when. So what I mean by that is that first you have to understand why you're doing something. Why are you doing wanting to start a business? Why are you wanting to launch that side hustle? Like what is the like purpose behind what it is that you're doing? Meaning you need to get clear on that why for yourself, the core values for you as a human being, and the mission behind what it is that you're looking to achieve. 
So that's like the why, the purpose, understanding like um, what you're looking to kind of get from this at the end of the day, whether that's you want to have more money in your bank account, or you want to be able to prove that you can do something on your own, or you want freedom to live the life that you want, or you want to help people in this specific area because you know it'll make the world a better place. Understanding like what that purpose is, is step one. If you don't do that step from the very beginning, you could potentially get lost in the process of as you're doing, as you're going through it, as the hard things come up, the unexpected um, instances, you're going to potentially get lost in why am I even doing this in the first place? And you might just give up at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's something I actually notice. You know, of course I talk about money a lot with clients and one of the things that I've noticed that you always have to put something behind the money. It's like, so what I had, you know, hit X, Y, Z revenue goal. And like, that's great. And some people are pretty motivated by that. But when it gets hard, you're not going to say, wow, I really want to hit this revenue goal for the sake of it. You need to say, this revenue goal gets me and my family where they want to be. This revenue goal gets me to stay home with my kid, or it gets, you know, this beach house and this vacation that I've been really wanting to. And so keeping those at the forefront of your mind, like that is really what gets you through the hard times. Exactly. So it's so interwoven, right? Um, Whenever you're thinking about starting a business, right? A, A lot of it, it has to do with money because it's the difference between having a business and having a hobby, Right. Mm -hmm. That you can do something because you love doing it, but you don't have to have like revenue goals attached to it or anything like that. And if you just want to go and like have space to like do your hobby, then maybe that's your understanding why you're wanting to do something or you're really wanting to make the world a better place by doing your hobby and by um, executing like X, Y and Z. Like understanding that from the very beginning um, is step one. That doesn't have to take forever to understand, but if you skip that step, I promise you, you're probably going to get lost in the process. Um, The second step, like I mentioned, is the what. The what is what exactly do you want to accomplish? So understanding what that objective is for the business. This is like the big vision of where you see this business like going. Do you want to have store locations everywhere across the world? Do you just want to have this cute boutique pop up just like down the street in your hometown? Do you want to have like your product um, everywhere in the world? Or do you just want to have it in key people's like hands? Really understanding like what it is you're looking to accomplish and understanding that for your business. If you're putting a business plan together, right, a traditional maybe not so fun sounding like business plan, that document that you skipped doing. Um, That is one of the critical elements that has to be included within that. Saying if you're looking to go get funding for your business or you're looking to um, have somebody support it from like an advisor role, they need to understand that you have a vision, that you know exactly what it is that you are building and why you're building it at the end of the day. So Step one and two, very, very important. I like to think of if you're having a hard time understanding what this is, is um, your like what and your vision is like the dreamiest vacation that you want to go on. So let's say like the next step is I want to, I I know that I want to go to Fiji. I want to go to Fiji on my vacation because I know I deserve some like good R&R. 
I want to go and be on one of those bungalows over the ocean. I want to be in the hammock. I want to have the sexiest guy bringing me the strongest pina colada. I want a dolphin to be splashing me in the face. And like, I am like visualizing it. My mouth is watering. I hope yours is too. And um, I can see that with extreme clarity. I don't know how I'm going to get there yet. I don't know what exact path it's going to take. I have to build that. That's part of the strategy. But if I don't understand where I want to go and I just walk out my door and I just start going, I could arrive somewhere really incredible. That doesn't mean I couldn't, but I'm probably not going to arrive in Fiji just by happenstance, right? <laughs> I might leave my door here in LA and I might start walking and I could potentially end up in Palm Springs in the middle of July. It's like 127 <laughs> degrees. I'm dehydrated. I'm exhausted. I am just burnt and I give up, right? Because I didn't know where I was going. So I didn't have anything to look forward to at the end of the day. So that what is really important in that second step. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's something that I see a lot too, you know, making sure we know exactly what we want to accomplish, because I think sometimes the the what and the why also kind of contradict each other, because I'll have clients say, you know, okay, I want to build this empire, but I also, why? Well, I wanted to spend more time with my kids. And it's like, well, making sure those are aligning. And, and not to say that's not possible, right? You could totally have employees who help you with all of that. Absolutely. But making sure that those two are like kind of on the same pathway um, and getting that together. I think that's so, so important. A hundred percent. Because as you get into the third step, which is how, which is like, okay, amazing. Now, how are you going to make all of this happen? There is not just one strategy to make it happen. You have to go back to why you're doing this and what you want to accomplish in order to build a strategy that is in alignment with that. So there is not one path. There is not one journey, right? There's not just one way to get to Fiji at the end of the day. There are plane, train, automobiles, you know, there's a million different ways to get there. And that's the same thing with whatever your goal is that you want to accomplish. Own that goal with like 100%. Say, I know I want that. And that is what I want without any like stipulations that come along with it. I want that. So then as you start to build the strategy, you are, I promise you, if you're listening to this, you are a smart, empowered individual. You have everything that you need in order to succeed. That doesn't mean that you have to know everything, but you know that you can surround yourself with incredible people. You know there is knowledge out there just right on your fingertips in order to understand some potential strategies that you could put into place to achieve your goal. So you have to decide which one you're going to go with first. You have to decide that strategy and you have to start going after it in order to start learning along the way. You're going to learn what works. You're going to learn what doesn't work. And along that, you're going to adjust your strategy. You're going to adjust your journey in order to help you reach your goal whenever you want to achieve it. Maybe that happens in six months. Maybe that happens in a year and five. We don't know, but you're going to start getting on the path. You're going to leave the, the gate. You're going to get out of the gate. You're going to get started here with a really strong plan that is in alignment with what you're wanting to accomplish, why you're wanting to accomplish it. And babe, you are going to learn every step along the way. And that's yes. what it's about. <laughs> constantly learning um, because we're evolving humans. 
And that's the beautiful thing about it. So um, that's step three is whenever you start building that strategy. And then step four is actually doing it. When are you going to do it? Put it into your calendar, get into action, be disciplined and be focused because that is where you start seeing the results. If you don't get into action, if you just come up with the vision, the why, the strategy, but you're not in doing mode and you're not staying disciplined to yourself, then you're not going to see results. And that could be the kink in the hose for you if you're trying to understand, you know, why something's working or why something's not. Yeah, that's definitely, and you just laid that out so clear to make sure, you know, we, we can get from here to there. It sounds, you know, relatively simple in structure and doable when you say it, but where do you see most people kind of getting tripped up in this process saying, I have a great idea and then nothing ever comes out of it? It's step four. It is you're not getting into action and you're not staying disciplined with yourself. Mm. Okay. That comes with accountability. Discipline comes with accountability to yourself. I call that like internal accountability. And then there's mm-hmm. external accountability sources, like different groups that you can be a part of, your you know bestie that you know is holding you accountable to those goals that you've set. But you really have to be disciplined in yourself to actually like continue down the path because it is not going to be easy. There are going to be unexpected things that come up that we couldn't have ever anticipated for, but we have to be able to say, no matter what, I know I want this and I know why I want it. And I know that I'm continuing learning and I'm gonna trust myself along this process to not give up. Because I promise you, you're probably one of the biggest things that is holding yourself back. It's the mindset of it all with that limiting belief that that negative self-talk that's saying, who the hell are you to think that you can accomplish this? Who are the hell are you to think that you deserve to have that dream house that you want or that dream business or that dream hubby or that whoever it is or whatever it is like for you, if you don't believe it and if you don't hold yourself accountable, it will not happen. It could, you could get super lucky, right? You could get super lucky. We don't like relying on luck, though. (laughs) Exactly. We want to rely on, like, us because we are, like, the best thing that we have. We're the the biggest, like, investment we should be putting into. So um, that is typically where I see. And that is all you have control over that. You have control to be disciplined. You have control to be focused. You have, like, the um, permission slip to not have a good day. But you are responsible for picking yourself up and going at it again and picking yourself up and going at it again, because that's where you're really going to see some big results. Yeah. And I love that you brought up the concept of accountability because I think that's something it's not super talked about in the business world. And one time I heard, you know, as a business owner, you can do anything and that's good and that's bad. Because yeah, you can do anything. You can get anywhere you want, but you know what? You can also sit on your couch all day and no one's going to tell you not to. And you figuring out that for yourself. And I think it's really important to hear that everybody needs accountability in a different way. And so, you know, maybe you can muster that on your own. Maybe you just have to put a date in a calendar, whatever that looks like. Maybe you, and sometimes I do this for my clients. Maybe you literally have to hire someone to work with to say, Hey, where are you along the way? Like, I need that for like a nutrition coach to be like, Christy, stop it. Like I know exactly what I need to do, but 
I won't do it. And so, and that's okay. I think a lot of the things we hear about being an entrepreneur is like, well, just, you know, do this, just be accountable, just do this. But there are different ways to do that. And it all depends on knowing and discovering yourself and how that happens, how the holding yourself accountable happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Accountability is such a crucial, crucial um, moment to really understand. There was a statistic that I saw whenever we were really first starting Forward Female, and it was that you are 95% more likely to accomplish a goal if you have an accountability system in place. Now, that accountability system could be anything. And that was a staggering statistic for me. Yeah. 95% is a lot. There is not much room for error to accomplish a goal that you set. If you don't have accountability and like support, then that 5% might be where you lie in. But if you do, that 95% could be where you lie in. And so understanding what that is for you, right? Which is why we offer like one-on-one coaching. We offer like a whole community that's called the Accountability Club, where we meet every single Monday and Friday with entrepreneurs to just celebrate our wins, celebrate our learning lessons, come to a community that's supportive that we can rely on. Um, Whether that's just like your Google Calendar, which if anybody knows me, I live, die, breathe by my Google Calendar. And so like, that's something that really holds me accountable to stay on track and focus. Use other systems like Trello um, that really help me stay focused on exactly what I'm building and to where I have to set due dates for myself to accomplish certain things. Um, but I always like to think of if I was the only employee on my team at this point in, in my business journey, I'm not. But at one point I was, and if I'm the only one doing action and I'm, or I'm not doing action, would I like fire myself? Would I keep myself on my team? And, um, and especially if you're thinking of growing a team and doing things like that, you have to be a good leader, which means you need to hold yourself accountable so that you can hold teams accountable too. And you are a person on that team. And so as a CEO, it's your responsibility to stay accountable. Yeah, I love that. And you know, to people who are listening who don't maybe yet have a team, one day you will, and one day you will be accountable for that. And so learning how to first be accountable to ourselves. And I think it's so sad that just human nature is like, we're fine with letting ourselves down, but we aren't fine with letting other people or like the public down. Like that is very sad to me. And I would love one day to like dig deeper and learn more about that. But it's just very interesting that we we're like, okay, well, I said I was going to do this, but like no one knows or no one thinks. But once you verbalize it, you write it down, you put it somewhere, you're like, okay, I committed to this. For me, it's like publicly. Like I I was like, okay, I'm going to launch my course. I'm not done writing it yet. But by the day we first start, I will be because I told everybody I will be. So just having, having that, I think is so important. And I want to loop back a little bit to something you mentioned about um, having a community and surrounding yourself with other people who can support you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, how we build out this community, what support we should be looking for and how that really impacts our business trajectory. Absolutely. You know, I think community is critical for success. I've been talking about it a lot recently within um, my team is your network is your net worth at the end of the day. And so Mm -hmm. being able to surround yourself by people that inspire you, that uplift you, that hold you accountable 
is only going to guarantee your success that much more. Meaning that you need to understand what it is that you are looking to build, what it is that you really want and need to be surrounded by, because there are so many resources. There are so many communities out there of people that are looking for the exact same thing as you are. And let's assume that it's not just going to happen. We probably, like everything else, need to build a strategy in order to have those people around us. I, on my vision board, um, put like people that are inspiring to me, that are like uplifting to me, and I surround myself with them every single day. And this can mean the idea of me waking up in the morning, having my coffee, doing my journaling, putting on a YouTube video of a speech by Oprah and having her mentor me first thing in the morning. If you feel like you don't have access to people that are at that next level than you, you do. Go to Google, listen to it, surround yourself with it. And I promise you'll start to get on that vibrational level, that same vibrational level as them, and you will start attracting those people in your life because you are so clear with what you want. You are so clear with who is a yes and who is a no in your life, and you will start to only surround yourself with people that uplift you. As soon as you surround yourself with people that are always uplifting you, that want the best for you, that are in spaces that you want to be in, you're there, and everything else will start to align too. You continue to lower yourself, and you're always just trying to bring everybody up, and you're not up-leveling yourself at the end of the day, you're going to get really exhausted, and you probably will get burnt out because you don't feel inspired at the end of the day either. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool point of, you know, who you surround yourself with is literally who you become. That's the energy that you adapt. And most of the time subconsciously, like we're not like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Priscilla and then I'm going to act like her and do her. It's really just the way, just like how maybe you hang out with a friend and you start picking up some of the language they use or the terms, same way. And I distinctly remember when I first started my business, I was, I was so burnt out from my corporate job. I, I left like the day after tax day and I was like, I'm done. I'm out. We're going to sit on the couch for, yeah, peace. Um, and at the beginning I was like, you know what? I just, I want something that it's going to support me, but like, maybe I'll have a few contractors, but I was never like, let's build this empire. Mm -hmm. And I started surrounding myself with people who were like, have massive teams that I'm in so, you know, so much in awe of. And they, I watch them. There, there's people in particular that I'm like, they're posting jobs every day. Like, how are they getting more people? And I started surrounding myself with that. And not only was I inspired by it, and here's the thing that I think was so important. It became normal to me. At first, it was so daunting and it was so far out. But surrounding myself with people who had accomplished it, I was like, okay, like if they can do it. Why can't I do it? And so that began to feel normal. And over time I've been like, okay, now we're going to hire. Now we're going to hire some more. Now we're going to do this the other day, still far out, but I was like, let's get an office space. Like just looking at all of these things that, and I think for me that, that part of it being normal and seeing it physically happen was the biggest thing because we can listen to things on podcasts and we can see things, but sometimes when it's not somebody who you personally know, it can be hard to say, well, that could be me too. You're like, oh, well, that's, you know, so-and-so and she did this. 
But if you actually know them, especially if it's somebody you're building a relationship with, you're probably seeing them also go through the hard times and seeing how they got there. So it makes it, okay, they did it. Like, what? why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. You're feeling really like, um, not inspired at the end of the day, look at the people that you surround yourself with most. And that could be a part of the problem. And maybe it's not something that you can fix instantaneously. But like I mentioned, some things that really helped me, especially at the level of being a CEO, where I am leading teams, and I'm surrounded by a lot of people that rely on me. Sometimes it's, I have to say, okay, I need to keep looking up, I need to keep surrounding myself, I need to keep up leveling myself. And I'm putting that energy out. And I'm not kidding. I put on Oprah in the morning. I put on Sarah Blakely. I put on these women that really inspire mm-hmm. me, that have built bigger things than me, that yeah. have done bigger things that I really look at as inspirational, as motivational, to where I am constantly, every single day, not letting myself not learn, not be inspired, and not be motivated. Yeah. And I think that's so important to have that feeling of constantly being inspired and motivated because, you know, just like you shared, just like my story, I'm sure so many of our listeners, that was part of the purpose of this. I always tell people, I think it's so funny um, when people think it's, it's so risky to go into business. I'm like, no, no, no. The real risk is like not fulfilling my purpose. And that was the whole reason I came here. So I need to continue to be inspired and surround myself with people like that. I would love to hear your thoughts. You know, there, there is some difficulties sometimes in finding, obviously, you know, we can find those people who might be, you know, Oprah Sarah, like like, obsessed by the way. Um, But, you know, maybe we want to develop a closer community of people like who we can find and talk to. How do we begin to find that. I know for me, I'm like, hi friends, where are you at? <laughs> totally. I think, right. If, um, if you just do a simple Google search, you'll probably find it. And that's why like Google is such like a powerful tool. There are so many things. If you know exactly what you want, you'll know exactly what to search for. Now, if you're looking for a community of like-minded women across the world that stay accountable every single week and have a support system in place, like, um, that's forward female. Um, So that's like, if you're listening to this, then like that's right on your fingertips. And I'm sure we'll include a link like in the, in the description of this podcast. And we would love to have you. And there's so many other places to show up. I remember whenever I was trying to expand my network and I was trying to like surround myself with like more incredible people. I just showed up at like networking events. Like I just showed up by myself. And I started to really try to surround myself with people like that. Whenever I did that, um, I met one of my like closest friends that's still my friend today that works like at for the Huffington Post. And he's like one of my best friends. Um, we met like at an intern party. We were just interning like in LA, didn't know anybody. And then another one that I went to, I found Bumble was hosting an activation of a networking party right down the street from me. And I went to the event by myself um, one day. I didn't really have any friends when I first moved to LA, moved all by myself. And I went to that activation and I met really incredible people and I became their marketing manager three days later. So you never know like what something can turn into. You have to try. You can't expect for it to just happen. Show up to networking events, join online communities, join the Facebook groups, stay active, 
tell people exactly what it is that you want. And I promise you things will start to align. That's perfect. And I think sometimes we have to be reminded of that last one, that it's okay to tell people, hey, I'm looking for this. Can you help me? But Priscilla, this has been so, so useful. I am so thankful for you coming on and sharing your experience and all of your wisdom. If our listeners are looking to reach out to you, work with you and forward female, where can they find that? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. I love kind of taking some time out to talk about these things. It it reignites my soul a little <laughs> bit more. So thank you. Um, if you want to check us out, just go to forwardfemale.com or you can follow us online um, at Forward Female. Um, all of our consultation links, all the links to join our newsletters and to join our community are right there. Our community is completely free. Accountability Club is just $99 a month or a year, sorry, $99 a year. And um, there's so many different resources that we provide. So come hang out with us. We'd love to support you. That's amazing. And to our listeners, those will all be linked in the show notes below. So you can just go down, click all the links and go find Priscilla and her team. So thank you so much, Priscilla, for being here. And to our CEOs, we'll see you next week. Bye.